CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Anybody home? Why, yes. Yes, who is it? Oh, why, Mrs. Houston, do come in. I can't stay but a minute, Mrs. Beitner. I was just driving past, and I thought I'd stop and see if you'd heard from the Pipers. Yes, I certainly have. I just got a letter this morning. Do sit down. I got a postcard first with a picture of the ship they sailed on. Oh, yes, the Staten Dam. Edgar and I were in New York, you know, and saw them all. Well, I don't see the card, but it said something like... Well, we finally made it. We're off to Europe and having a wonderful time already. <laughs> yes. Mrs. Parker said she had a card like that from them, too. Then this letter came this morning. I was just reading it. I suppose they're busy sightseeing. Well, she says, We arrived in London last Friday, and it just poured for two days. So Aunt Effie and I spent the time washing clothes. You should see the hotel room. It looks like a laundry. <laughs> <laughs> This week, we expect to cover all the sites in and around London. Westminster Abbey, St. Paul's Cathedral, the British Museum, Hampton Court, and Windsor Castle. And then next week, we hope to rent a car and drive through the Shakespeare country. Oh, that is lovely. Stratford-on-Avon is just lovely. Oh, here, I didn't read this yet. Did Mrs. Houston get the keys to our house from you? I forgot my brown skirt, oh, and she was going my to... my heavens. I forgot her skirt. I was to mail it to her in London. Edgar's been sick and I just forgot. I'll do that at once. Oh, goodness, I hope she hasn't needed it. He's a familiar sort of fellow. A nice guy. His manner is affable. His temper serene. He is conspicuously considerate of others. Then... Then he climbs into the family automobile. Immediately, the casual observer notes a none-too-subtle change steal over him. His eyes narrow, his jaw juts, and the beginning of a snarl curls his lips. He's undergoing a transformation. He's a werewolf, touched by the first rays of full moon. I will spare you the picture of his driving manners, his tooth-and-claw tactics in traffic, the way he streaks down the straightaway driven by demons, but it's a fact. Getting behind a wheel is strong enough chemistry to warp some personalities. If you sense that we're trying to make a point here, you're right. It's simply this. Be sure your driving manners are at least as good as when you're out of the driver's seat. Observing motoring courtesy is another way of taking care to get there. Betsy? 
Nancy, I want you to go in your room now and get undressed. We've had a long day. Go on now, Aunt Effie's in there writing cards. Uh, oh, there you are. What did the desk clerk say? He said no for the one thousandth time, and I am not going to ask him again. He said whenever any parcels arrive for the guests, they are placed at once in the room. Well, I don't understand it. There certainly must be something wrong with a British parcel poster, whatever they call it here. Look, don't blame the British mail system. No. Mrs. Houston probably got home, and with all her social activities, undoubtedly forgot all about your skirt. No, no, no. That's not like Mrs. Houston. She wouldn't forget. She isn't the type who forgets things. And even though I hated to ask her to go to all that bother, it was the last thing she said to me when the Houston saw us off on the boat. I'll mail it, she said. Yeah, well, I'm sure Mrs. Houston has other things on her mind besides your blue skirt. Brown. Besides your brown skirt. I built my wardrobe around that skirt. My blouses and sweaters and jacks. It was perfect. Didn't wrinkle, you know. It could be washed and doesn't need ironing. Just lost without it. Look, forget your brown skirt for a minute, will you? And tell me what you all did today. (sighs) I'm so busy telling you all about my business appointment to dinner tonight, I didn't hear much about your day. Oh, we had a wonderful time. Betsy, tell Daddy what we did today. I don't know. Oh. Well, for one thing, we went to the Kensington Museum, and what, and what did we see there? Oh, an airplane. Well, what airplane was it? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. The Wright Brothers, the airplane they flew at Kitty Hawk. Wright Brothers? No yeah. kidding. I didn't know that was here in England. Why isn't that in some museum in America? Oh, it seems the Wright Brothers offered it to, offered it to various places in America at one time, and nobody seemed to want it. So they got mad or something and gave it to the Science Museum here in London. Oh, well, yeah. be done. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what the guide said. Well, Betsy yeah. knew that. She was told this afternoon she doesn't seem to be remembering anything. We also went to Madame Tussaud's Wax Museum. Tell Daddy about that, dear. What did I tell him? Tell him what you saw. Put your coloring book away now and tell Daddy. I don't know. Just a lot of wax figures of famous people. Oh. I explained nearly every one, pointed them out, Laura, gave them... Now, the... now, now, don't be impatient. Oh, it's discouraging. I wanted this trip to be educational for her. She doesn't seem to have learned anything. Yes, I have. Henry VIII had six wives, and two of them he cut off their heads. Oh, great. Well, it's something. It's history. At least she's learned something here. Yeah, yeah. Goodness knows, I've tried to explain everything as we went along. The trouble with the child, you never know whether they're listening to you or not. Well... I've written 18 postcards and four letters. Oh, really? It's wonderful. Uh-huh. I haven't written any letters except one to Eleanor last Tuesday and to Mother and to your mother, and I think you should write to her, too. Yeah, all right, I, I know. Do. I will, I, I will, will. I will, you haven't I will, written I will. At all. Since we're all, <clears throat> all tired and not going anywhere tonight, why don't you do it now? Mainly because I don't feel like it. I'm going to bed early. I picked up some English magazines. I thought I'd look those over. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'll go down to the lobby and buy some more cards. Oh, I bought dozens right there on the table. Look them over, Aunt Effie. You can help yourself. Well, dear, you want to save some for your scrapbook when you get home. Take what you want. Yeah, look, throw me the oh, pillow from you. your bed, will you? You're uh, going to lie down on the bed? Don't you think you ought to take the spread off? Yeah, well, I'm down now, and I'm too lazy to get up. Oh, this is a lovely one of Windsor Castle. May I have that? Yes, I said take what you want, Aunt Effie. Oh, thanks. I'm going to write some cards, too, as soon as I find my address book. Mm-hmm. Here, someplace. Daddy? Uh-huh. Why did Henry VIII have six wives? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. He just did. Could you have six wives? <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I suppose so. I think I'll hang on to your mother, though. I kind of like her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, dear. Now, where is my address book? Would you be header if you didn't like her and want someone else? Well, I've often thought of it, but it'd be kind of messy. No, I don't think so, honey. It really isn't done anymore, anyhow. Kind of going out of style, you might say. If you were a king, would you? Oh, no, no, darling. I don't think I would even if I were a king. You know, dear, we ought to make a list of presents we have to take back, too. Yes, yes. I thought of that this morning. If you were a king, what would I be? 
Oh, you'd be a princess. How could I get to be a queen? By marrying a king. Look, isn't it time she went to bed? Well, it is a little early. But you ought to get undressed, Betsy, and be ready for bed anyhow. Is there a king of England? No, there isn't. There's a queen. But she has a little boy, Prince Charlie, and... When his mother, Queen Elizabeth, dies, Prince Charlie will be king. If I married Prince Charlie, then would I be a queen? Oh, yes, if he were king, but you can't marry Prince Charlie because you're what is called a commoner. And he has to marry royalty. He has to marry a princess. And besides, he wouldn't marry you if he saw you chewing your hair ribbon like that. Now, take that braid out of your mouth at once, really. If I did marry Prince Charlie, would we live in Buckingham Palace in Windsor Castle? Yes, you would, dear. Wouldn't that be nice? Oh, yes. I think I'll marry Prince Charles. Oh. Now, Mommy just explained you can't marry him because we're not royalty. We're commoners. See? Daddy would have to be a king, dear. Well, why isn't he? Then we could live in a palace and not just an old house. Old house? Well, she said to me, a year old. Apparently, this trip isn't going to teach her anything but to be absolutely dissatisfied with her lot in life. Oh, nonsense. Well, listen to her. Here, 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 Betsy. There's a picture of Prince Charlie on the cover of one of... Daddy's magazines. I just saw where... Oh, here, here. See? Look. What's the matter with his hair? <laughs> well, that's the way they cut his hair, dear, I guess. <laughs> Looks funny. Daddy? Oh, look, will you? I am trying to read. You go on in there with Aunt Effie, Betsy, and get undressed. And I mm-hmm. want you to sit down and write a little note to Grandma Piper before you go to bed. Doesn't have to be much, but you write something. Hmm? Come on, Betsy, dear. I'm going to be writing postcards, too. Go on now, and I'm going down to the lobby and speak to the desk clerk about my skirt. Look, I, I was just down there. I don't care. Sake. I know Mrs. Houston must have said it. She couldn't have forgotten. Oh. And though I don't like to complain and make a fuss, I need that skirt. Now, the package must have come and been shoved in some cubby hole. If needs be, they're going to turn this hotel upside down to find it. Uh-oh. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. It's new. It's special. What's this? Continental six-month floor wax in a new special size? Yes. Now, for the first time, you can get the new special size six-month floor wax for just about half the price of the regular can. That's right. The very same Wonder Wax that's guaranteed not to walk away, wash away, wear away for six full months is now available for the amazing low price of only 79 cents. Imagine... With the new special size six-month floor wax, you can take a summer vacation from weekly waxing and save money, too. Yes, wax just once with six-month floor wax, and the same normal care that keeps your floors clean now keeps them gleaming bright, scuff-resistant all summer long, or your money back. So this summer, relax. Don't wax. Look for six-month floor wax in the new half-price special size today. Only 79 cents everywhere. Get Continental Six-Month Wax. Oh, well, there you are. I thought I was going to have to send out a searching party for you. No. Where the heck have you been for an hour? Oh, going through everything in the hotel's check room and making them look everywhere. The package with my skirt might be. I'm afraid I've got everybody in a perfect dither. <laughs> Desk clerk, certainly the hysterical type, isn't it? Hysterical type? Thought he was the typical English butler type. Cool as a cucumber, hardly opens his mouth. Well, he's not cool now. He is busy trying to track down my... Aren't you in bed? He said to write a letter to Grandma. I oh. heard you come back, dear, so I said you could come in and read the letter. Oh, oh, all right, fine, fine, dear. Go ahead and read it, and I'll look over my clothes and see what I can put on tomorrow. 
I'm lost without that skirt. Go on, Betsy, dear. Read the letter to Mommy and Daddy. Yes, dear Grandma, I'm having a wonderful time. Tuesday we went to Westminster Abbey where they bury the kings and queens when they are dead. The next day we went to the British Museum and I saw the Magna Carta, the Rosetta Stone, and the Elgin Marble. Yesterday we went to Hampton Court and Windsor Castle. This castle is 800 years old. A castle is made of stone to keep out the enemy. They don't build them anymore. Henry VIII built a garden for Anne Boleyn at Hampton Court before he cut off her head. The garden has yellow roses in it just like yours. Love, Betsy. Oh, oh my. Man, you thought she didn't remember anything, huh? Oh, I didn't give her one bit of help. Oh, oh, read the postscript. P.S. When I grow up, I am going to marry Prince Charlie and tell him to get his hair cut the way Mommy tells Daddy. Then we will go live in Windsor Castle. <laughs> I don't think you need to worry about Betsy. She's going to do all right. Yes. <laughs> oh, look. My what? brown skirt. Oh, I remember now I hung it under my other evening dress oh. to say, oh. here it is. My uh, brown skirt. Call the desk. Call the desk down here and tell oh. them. Oh, I'm scared too. And poor well. Mrs. Houston back home going crazy <laughs> trying to find it. Yes, brown. <laughs> the joys oh. of travel. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton, Francie Myers, Dorothy Duckworth, and Edith Gresham and is produced by 